off and running. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to All the Things with Lane and Laney. Sitting across from me, as usual, is my lovely life, Wayney. You're who? <laughs> You're who? Lovely life. Lovely life. Lovely life. I am your lovely life. <laughs> <laughs> you are my life, Lainey. Uh Our next guest, I can only compare to my lovely life. <laughs> <laughs> A talented, creative, pretty, hardworking, smart mother of two who, while creating her brand, waited out the ride of a very premature newborn and was able to thrive and own the market in our area. The very embodiment of International Women's Day, she is a type of person that has an infectious energy that not just falls off of her, but falls off and clings to others. She has a tireless personality, which is exactly what is called for in her business, Laurel's Princess Parties. She brings smile and joy to boys and girls alike with talented and energetic princesses, movie characters, and superhero lookalikes. She even has inspired our five-year-old to want to help make princesses pretty and teach them to dance as her future occupation. <laughs> Please welcome to the podcast a singing, dancing princess businesswoman, Laurel Sanner. Thank you so much. <laughs> That's like the best introduction I've ever gotten. <laughs> You're very welcome. She's pretty good at that. Yeah, yeah I appreciate that. You're very welcome. <laughs> I need to like pop that hot air balloon for a second. <laughs> Let it ride, sister. Let it ride. Take it in. Take it in. I it's all true. It. Well, thank you. I really appreciate it. Thank you for having me today Absolutely. and for asking me to be here. I'm really excited for your adventures and just being a part of all of what you're doing too and yes. been working with you guys for years so you guys okay. are wonderful so thank you, you you were on the guest list for sure we had when we st- started thinking about doing this podcast we're like well we got to get this person this person this person and this person and it was like maybe four people yeah. and you were like right there thanks so appreciate it so that was almost <laughs> number one but i wasn't almost. number one <laughs> We categorize everybody as number one because we just uh, let's let's text them or call them see if they're available. <laughs> so you were on the list. Uh, no, and I appreciate that yeah. so much. It's a great opportunity. I mean, wow. just being able to talk to other business owners and other other adults who relate. Yes, and aspire yeah. too. I think right now what's so hard is finding like-minded people. Absolutely. Everyone's everyone wants everything for nothing. Yeah. But yet there's that 1% that they're like, I'm just going to drop everything, chase my dreams, and go after it. And it's so yeah. nice to be in a room with two people just like that. Well, Thank they, you. Yeah, so that's why we get along so well. Yeah. Because it's, you know, it's hard to find people like that. We're, we're always doing crazy new different things. Yeah. And some people, I think, look at us like we're absolutely crazy. Like, mm-hmm. now what are you doing? Yeah. And yeah. so it's nice like you said, to be in a room with someone else that can relate to that. Mm-hmm. They're hard to find. No, seriously. <laughs> they are. It is. And especially, not to say it, but moms. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. it's hard to find other moms who are like-minded or get what you're doing and don't either look down on you and say, why right. are yeah. you doing that? <laughs> or like, oh, well, I could never do that. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's good to be on the same level of, hey, you can come to me and you can brag. Yeah, <laughs> like, absolutely. It's hard to find people that you can brag to because yeah. you work so hard for these things. And most people don't understand that. No. And so it's nice to have other people to talk to of, hey, look what I'm doing. And I am so excited about it or I've reached this level or can you help me? Yes. Yeah. For sure. Like, let's bounce off of each other and not 
belittle each other not or compete. bash each other, yeah. not compete or compare either. Yes. Like there is so much business to go around no matter what market you're in. Mm-hmm. You just do your best and what you can do every single day. And that's all you can do for sure. So. Well, let's see. You started your business while attending the University of Toledo. Yes, it did. Uh, What gave you the idea to start this whole? So, as all of my team would quote it now, it was a dress and a dream to make a difference. (laughs) (laughs) Every interview I've done, it's on our next (laughs) 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 t-shirt. So, um, so I was a freshman at the University of Toledo studying business. So, I was going into marketing and management. And... I was getting done with school come the summer and early because, you know, in Ohio, you get done in like June. And I was like, oh, we're done at like the beginning of May. What am I going to do with myself? (laughs) Because I'm one of those people that has to do everything all the time or I'm losing my mind. (laughs) Yes. Which we're losing our minds doing everything, too. (laughs) I was just going to say. I don't know which is worse. but I I don't know either. But so I actually was working at the Disney store at the time while going to school and one of my friends had seen my prom dress and my prom dress was bright blue it was literally my dream dress i got it from blue by atlas the day that they opened it was the first disney collection that came out oh so it was a it was a disney alfred angelo dress that was 450 (laughs) dollars and i paid for that bad boy i bought it that day and it was beautiful well this mom had asked me she goes hey I love your dress. Can you come as Cinderella to my daughter's party? I said, well, I can't come as Cinderella. I work for the Disney store. So like, I can't do that. But I can come as Princess Laurel in my blue dress. So I went to her daughter's party. Absolutely loved it. That was April 10th, 2013. And it was so much fun. I really, really enjoyed it. Um, We sang, danced, like just had a good old time. And then afterwards... She handed me $80. Oh. And I was like, okay. (laughs) So I really enjoyed this. I love working with kids. I love the whole embodiment of being a princess. Plus, I also just made more money in one hour than I normally do in 15 hours (laughs) working in a week. So could this be something? Yeah. So I started it really as a hobby. Just something fun. I did fairy garden workshops as fairy princess Laurel out of my family's backyard. (laughs) Yeah. And yeah. And literally moms that were bloggers started coming. I started Mm. posting about it on Facebook. I just, you know, got out there. Yeah. Um, And then it got to the point where I said that once I doubled my salary, then I would I would quit Mm -hmm. and that was very very hard because I love that team and they still support me to this day uh, which is amazing like my manager that was there um, I saw her last week she runs Target (laughs) one of the targets so she's always so supportive and amazing Um, but I left once I I actually tripled my income nice and I was like okay I can do this and come fall going into my sophomore year. I actually started full time with the business as just me. Just you. Just you. Just me as Princess Laurel. (laughs) And then Frozen hit. Oh. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And you'd be here in five different places all in one weekend. Yeah. Yeah, that type of thing. (laughs) Pretty much. So Frozen hit and I actually got into a networking group. So I was a 19-year-old in front of 57 adults and literally standing up and saying, hi, 
I'm Laurel. I am a princess for a living. (laughs) (laughs) And instead of me sitting down and being done, someone said, no, 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 you're not going to the next person. (laughs) What did you just say? (laughs) I was going to say, did everybody have a confused look on their face? Yeah, they like, were wait. all confused of like, wait, what do you mean? And I'm like, no, like I do I do entertainment for kids and I go to birthday parties and special events. And I'm like, that's amazing. Well, then um, Keith Keller got me into DPI. So downtown Parisburg Incorporated. Oh, okay. okay. So once I got into DPI, that's where it all kind of took off. Um, my first meet and greet I ever did was two hours and I met 500 kids. Oh my gosh. Queen. So like that was my first like real, real meet and greet. And that's where it took off from there. And yeah, it's all kind of history. So how long there. till you hired somebody else? Um, it was a year. So it was in oh. April because our first party as the Snow Queen and Anna was actually for, um, Kristen, who is on 13 ABC. Oh, okay. So we did it for her twin girls. Mm. And that Claire Coder was my first hire. And she actually now owns her own company and does oh, wow. all of, she owns Ant Flow. Um, and she lives in New York and everything. And it's amazing. Oh, wow. Um, but yeah, so my first hire was a year later. And then my second hire was within that month. (laughs) (laughs) So Erin Mominy was my second hire and she stayed with me for a few years. She was absolutely amazing. Um, Yeah. And then in the last eight years, we've had over a hundred contractors with us. Oh my gosh. Wow. Wow. Yeah. I was going to ask you how many people you had coming through there. Yeah. Yeah. So at one time now, uh, we normally, like, our good solid team is about 20 to 25. Okay. Okay. And that is because they're independent contractors. We have mostly high school and college students. Yeah. And we're able to p- provide flexibility for them. Yeah. And with doing that, we have to have more team members. Sure. So that we're able to provide that flexibility. And it works out well. We're all a really, really close-knit team you right seem now. like it from <laughs> everything that you post. Yeah, yeah. So right now, we're about... 15 17 people total um because it got smaller with covid but it actually helped us as a team so because we've gotten a lot closer closer. yeah so i was gonna say the uh the the kids that you bring on also have to be passionate about it too you can't just say well i used to bartend and now i do this and not saying bartenders have a bad attitude see some of the applications we get (laughs) (laughs) Some of the professions that I'm like, we do children entertainment, not the other kind. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wow. I'm serious. Really? Why would they even? I don't know. It's really funny. (laughs) But like, I'll I'll show Hunter and I'm like, I cannot believe this person even applied. Like, really? Like, is this what? No. So, yeah, it's our team is awesome. And like I said, most of them are high school, college students. Um, and then what's nice now is that they can grow into the position too. So like we have performance directors, we have brand reps and they can actually go grow into another position. And then leading up to, we actually have two team members right now who are in training to open a second location. Ooh. So yeah, thank you. So that should be within the next, next year or so. Um, so then hopefully within the next year we'll have three locations. Oh my goodness. The goal is four. (laughs) That's amazing. (laughs) 
Amazing. Yeah, so not to get ahead of myself, what's your next yeah. question? <laughs> well, <laughs> I, well I think you covered it all. <laughs> say, it's been nice having you. Yeah. <laughs> I want to back you up a second and yes. ask you, who walks up to a person that says, oh, that's a lovely dress. Could you sing at my daughter's birthday? Every single dad in the city. Really? <laughs> I've never asked Wait. that to anybody. Every single dad <laughs> oh, in the okay. city. Oh, single Like dad. single, not oh, in like not everyone. Parent. It's like, yeah, no. No, so it's we do a lot of our advertising and networking through social media. Mm-hmm. And then all of our events. So when we're at the walleye or mud hens games or even at Imagination Station or the zoo or Dave and Buster's or Anywhere that we're at, we're always handing out our autograph cards. Mm. So it's not the parents asking for us. It's really the kids. kids. Oh. Because the kids get the autograph cards and then see the back of the autograph cards. And they're like, oh, I want this person to come to my birthday. That works. <laughs> it does. I mean, yeah. that's what I've done since day one. Yeah. So I've always had those autograph cards and it works. Plus, I mean, we do a lot of social media now. We've yes. really dove into that because... No, you have to. Well, oh, yeah. yeah. If you that's, don't, like, it's just <laughs> that's the only way to get your name out. Yeah, it's really. sink or swim. That's all yeah. it is in yeah. the name of the game right now. I'll say it's hustle. Both of you guys just hustle and hustle and hustle. Like it's a full time job just trying to advertise your business. Yes, I mean, yes. <laughs> we actually just did a photo shoot this weekend and shot sixteen characters in two and a half hours. Wow, we did it that fast. Girl, do you realize what I do? I'm like, boom, 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 boom. boom. We even did costume changes. Wow. We had an hour in between to do costume changes. I saw some of the pictures. There were two sets of characters at the second shoot that did costume changes in the car. Oh, wow. While we were there. <laughs> yeah, that's how runway shows work. Exactly. Exactly. So, no, I Google is my saving grace. This is not an ad for Google. Um, <laughs> it is my saving grace because Google Docs, Google Sheets, Google Slides. Yeah. That has been the way to communicate with the team right now. Yeah. To, and that's been since COVID hit of like, we literally do everything through those because it's so easy to just share to them and they know exactly what's going on. Like mm-hmm. they had a timeline of which character each of them were going to be when they were supposed to be there, what poses they wanted to do. Cause you know, I made a Pinterest board <laughs> of, course <laughs> of <you> poses. <laughs> So I'm like, literally, this is all mapped out of this is exactly what we want. And yeah, two and a half hours of shooting. And we have a ton of photos that we're going through right now. And you just got to do as much as you possibly can. And learning, being an avid learner constantly for social media. The biggest gripe I have is everyone saying, they changed the algorithm again. I'm like. You need to not be stuck in your ways. Yeah. And if you're stuck in your ways and you don't know how to play the algorithm, you shouldn't be in the game. You got to learn and you always have to be seeing, okay, there's people that are giving free information all the time about how to grow and what to do. And then also talk to your peers that are in the same type of industry. What are we doing? How are we doing this? Like what is going on? And work together, sharing stories. I mean, yes. literally, you can network right through Instagram. So you just have to learn to adapt and adapt quickly and always be adapting and changing. Like, you can't be afraid of that. That whole fight or flight that we went through last year, it just is life. Yeah, it's, that's, that is now. 
it, it is what it is. It's right. everything is always going to change. You can't blame someone else for y- you not being willing to adapt. Otherwise, oh, you great. sink. Yeah. 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 Exactly. And I mean, and there's that's constantly torpedoes coming at your boat, and yeah. you either got to maneuver and adjust, or you're just going to get hit and just oh, I can't do it because this and this and that happen. Yep. Well, and it's being creative. Like I feel like that's where a lot of people are stumped too, yeah. where they yeah. just can't bring that creative bubble out. For us, we were like okay we're shut down what do we do we spent eight weeks and our team volunteered their time to do live streams three times a day mm-hmm. we're like okay the pu- the public <coughs> needs us right now these families yeah. need us right now what can we do to help them let's do this that and was then- amazing my kids still talk about that they're like remember that time we danced with jojo siwa and i'm like yeah <laughs> i love that yes. yeah so you just just always adapting and learning and growing and you can't get stuck in your ways. No. I see so many businesses like stuck doing things by paper or stuck doing things a certain way. And I'm like, honey, can I help you? <laughs> <laughs> and then you try and help and they're like, no, 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 I can't yeah, do it. I'm like, yeah. You got to dive. Yeah. You just have to dive into the sharks. Literally. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Yeah. Oh, we were talking about it before we got on the air, but uh, were you in business when you had your daughter? And can you tell us a little bit about that experience? Little Ray came out a little small. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. So I'm going to try not to tear up because earlier talked to her teacher because she's in preschool now. And Mm -hmm. she has some delays, just a little bit with speech and some other things. And it's just uh, constantly fighting for her no mm-hmm. matter what <laughs> yeah um so just kind of backstory i was 22 and i had found out i was pregnant and it was like oh okay <laughs> this is happening and yeah it is what it is well um basically um at that time it was really hard too because you're a princess right you're supposed to have this image this persona about you and to be oh god i didn't even think about that i didn't think about that either (laughs) i didn't tell anyone i was pregnant because i was a single mom right running a business being a role model for kids and it was something that just it happened and she was a blessing but at the same time it was that was very difficult because i never wanted to be anything but positive role model to all of the kids sure but in turn I learned that we all have different stories and we all grow from them yeah and so I actually didn't announce that I was pregnant until um it was Christmas day that I announced so I got pregnant in July um and then I didn't announce until Christmas and I actually stepped away from school because I knew it was a lot of stress I continued to perform until October. <laughs> oh, wow. So I was, what, four months pregnant? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I still could hide it at that Just time, though. I was very it. small. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then it got to the point where I just I couldn't perform anymore. Um, 
And I was like, okay, look, there's a lot that needs to happen. So I actually got a studio. It wasn't out of my home anymore because I had a condo. And everyone is coming in and out of my condo at all times working. So I got a studio location on Central Avenue. And that was a big step in the right direction. Um, And on Christmas, I actually announced that I was pregnant. And I got a lot of really positive responses and really awesome well a week later ray was born (laughs) (laughs) i was gonna say her birthday's in january yeah so she and so new year's eve i wasn't feeling very good like my stomach hurt i was just achy i was like man there's something really wrong but i just thought it was just pains because it was hard to carry her in the first place um the doctor had our had always said it's going to be hard to get pregnant and it's going to be hard to carry a baby because Mm. of how my body was and I have back issues and stuff. Well, I just thought it was normal. I have high pain tolerance. Well, I, I went home after New Year's at my family's and I went to the bathroom and there was blood. Uh, So I thought I lost her, um, which was very, very scary. I got to the hospital. I was six centimeters dilated. She was, um, sorry, 20, Five weeks. Oh, my God. So 24 weeks and six days. But they put her at 25 weeks. Um, And the doctor initially said there's a 30% chance she'll even survive. Oh, jeez. When they told me I was six centimeters dilated. So Mm. that was scary to begin with. I was in the hospital for 72 hours. They held me off until I literally said, I can't do this anymore. Like, she's, I have to push. She's going to come. So she did, and absolute miracle, she cried. So for preemies, I don't know if you guys know of anything, but she was 25 weeks, literally the size of your hand. She was 13 and a half inches, one pound, 11 ounces when she was all puffy. She got down to one four. Um, When she came out, she was screaming, and like I literally was crying because I could hear her. Because the number one thing that they said were her lungs. Her lungs oh. were underdeveloped. Mm. Like she wouldn't be able to push through, like hoping that she would oh. be fine. While she was screaming, another fun fact, the preemies that are that small, they actually put them in a quart-sized Ziploc bag. What? <laughs> they literally Ziploc it at their neck, not to Just like to keep tight, them warm? to keep them warm. Yeah. While they put their lines and everything in. So oh literally gosh. she, if that puts it in perspective, she How fit she in a quart-sized Ziploc oh, bag. Shit. Wow. With her head outside of it. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I don't know how, but that little girl, by the grace of God, um, was never intubated. Really? So, and she was never, um, she didn't have any brain bleeds. She didn't have anything. Mm. I mean, she she was on a CPAP. She was on oxygen. She did have a burn on her belly. um, And that has caused some issues recently. But um, we fought for her. Really, 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 really hard. Um, And she was in the hospital for five months. I had her on Monday. Okay. So I had her on Monday. I started back to work on Thursday. Okay. Yeah. I was literally working from her bedside by Thursday. Because the girl who I had trained to actually, like, I was in the process of training to run the back end. I 
I thought she was going to be due in April. Right. Like, so I you didn't thought you had time. She, yeah. I was like, I have a couple more months. I'll be fine. Yeah. So she wasn't trained. Oh. So I was working while all in the midst of that, there was another company who came in town mm. who was a franchise oh. who decided that they were going to post that, hey, we're, we will take any contracts that aren't finished by any other company. So oh. I literally was fighting for not only her life, but also for the company. Yeah, right. yeah. Um, A lot of changes had happened. A lot of growing up happened during that time. Yeah. Can um, imagine. Yeah. There was a lot of big changes. A lot of... I made a lot of mistakes. And with being as young as I was, there was a lot of mistakes with the business and things. <coughs> but you push through. Yeah. You do all you, all you can, can at that age. I mean, I was 22 on my own. Like, having a kid, running a business, doing everything I could. And... Like, you just push through. Well, two weeks after she was born, I don't know how I did it, I got into character. I was friends with Belle and was in a commercial. (laughs) (laughs) Say what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I literally, I was doing everything I possibly could um, to be there with the team, but also be there with her. Um, I was working from her bedside there every day even if i wasn't there in the morning um i would be there in the evening working by her bedside making sure i knew what ha- was happening with the nurses Jeez. any of the nurses that are still there they would tell you to this day they remember <laughs> me yeah. i was there every day i possibly could be um i was sick for two weeks where i got mastitis and then i got really really sick and they actually wouldn't let me in the nicu oh until i didn't have a fever oh. um so that was very difficult but, yeah, I did everything I could. Um, her name is Ray for a reason. That girl is a force to reckon with. <laughs> <laughs> she is named after Star Wars, the character <laughs> of Ray. It's R-E-Y for a reason because she is a little fireball. Yeah. Literally, she would, I can't believe I'm saying this, but she would poop and then she would hold her breath and make the alarm go off until she was changed. Oh my god! (laughs) Like I'm not even kidding. The first couple times we were like, "Oh, haha, this is funny." Like she smells. Like, oh, she's alarming. No, it literally was something that she did, and like they all made the joke that no, she literally sounds her alarm so that we'll change her. (laughs) Oh my god! Because she was in the incubator. Like, yeah. So she was just a little fireball. We made the most of it. She had little little Rapunzel hat and Elsa hat and Yoda hat, and like we did everything we possibly could to make it. But, like, you have to put on your armor when you're a NICU mom. Um, mm-hmm. The night that I went home, because for the first two days, you're you're there, still at the hospital. Yeah. Um, so the night that I went home, I literally sat in my shower and cried for three hours. Mm-hmm. And just, I went to my house, living on my own, um, and was yeah. without my child. Yeah. Um, but after that, it was weird. I, like, put this armor on and just... Just get Dope. through it. Yeah. You just, just push do it. through it. And I had crazy PTSD and crazy everything else. But I did it. So I say no. there was no and time for you. No. To there was no time to think. Yeah. Like a lot of a lot of people will ask you, well, how do you do it? You're like, you just do. Yeah. yeah. Like. You don't have a choice. No. And there there are some people that aren't there for their kids. And there are like mm-hmm. you. You have to make that choice. And you have to make your choice for what you want to do in life, period. So it was difficult, but we got through and then I was still running the business and 
doing everything I could when she got home and every single week was for about three months after we got home was uh, a nurse coming twice a week to check on her. Plus, she was on a monitor for a couple weeks. Wow. Plus, we had to, I had to be seen by the doctor. Then we had to go to the doctors. Like, it was something almost every day. So, it was a full-time job taking care of her with all the medical stuff as well as um, working on top of it and running a business. And we did it. I mean, we were super successful with everything. That's that's the year I launched Mermaid Academy. Oh, wow. (laughs) (laughs) I'm one of those crazy people that just dream and go just, big. Yeah. Go big or go home. Exactly. Saying, like I said, you're, you're tireless. There's nothing wrong with that. As long as you can channel it into a positive direction instead of just, well, I'm tireless. So I'm going to flip through Facebook. and yeah. just, No, when I'm looking through Facebook or Instagram, it's me learning or me mm-hmm. trying to network. Like, that's just what I, yeah. what I do. But yeah. yeah. So there's that story of just craziness <laughs> oh, at 22, started. 23. But we got through and. Me and Ray, we've been a team ever since, and that little kid is a complete spitfire. She literally today wore her superhero cape to school, and I was like, honey, you can't wear it upstairs. I'm so sorry. She goes, but I want to wear my – I'm a superhero, and I'm like, I know, but we got to hang it up. Let's hang up our superhero cape, and you can put it on when you get back down. <laughs> and like, the person who runs the school goes, make sure you don't forget her cape, because I'm sure she probably told oh. them multiple times. <laughs> I get to put this on. Yeah. She's that child that's like, can I wear my Vampirina outfit to school? And I'm like, no, you go to a church. (laughs) If you want to wear one of your princess dresses, okay. Come on, this child barely made it onto this earth. You can let her wear whatever the hell she wants every day. Yeah. (laughs) I try. To an extent. She literally, they they don't allow any witch stuff or whatnot. So I'm like, okay, other stuff you can wear, kid. She's not into Wicca for crying out loud. She's just a kid. I know, right? (laughs) But even like she had a witch costume for Halloween and they're like, no witches, no werewolves. No, oh, really? Yeah. No. It is what it is. Yeah. But I mean, she was a witch and Parker was a skeleton. <laughs> it's kids. It's yeah, exactly. Oh, I've, I've taken her to school in princess dresses and stuff. I'm like, girl, you be you. <laughs> she, the team, though, it's funny. They're like, she is you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, it's getting bad. <laughs> but it's fun. I love her to death. So I have a question. When you yes. started your business, did you get a lot of support from your family and friends? Was everybody cheering you on or was it like crickets? Everyone was cheering me on. That's awesome. Because I only surrounded myself around people who were cheering me on. Being 19, I went to networking groups. Yeah. I sought out the people I wanted out. to work with. Okay. And my, I feel like everything you do in life is a mindset. And for me, I truly believed that I am a princess. Mm-hmm. I have this passion to make a difference. And this is my job. And so for me, I feel like if you believe in yourself, others believe in you. And you That's don't. That's a very good point. Yeah. But if you don't want to surround yourself with anyone who's doubting you. So yeah. like even at school so funny because even if I go back to UT the professors wouldn't call me by Laurel they'd call me princess <laughs> you asked for it I know yeah. <laughs> in all of the classes they would call me princess and they'd call me out of hey you probably have an answer to this question like I just set off this vibe as like I'm confident but I'm not cocky 
Yeah. Like I know what I want and I know who I want to be around. And so that's, that's That's a really good way to look at it though. Yeah. Cause sometimes, you know, we've complained that some people we feel that don't support us the way we like to, but that could be our own little bit of insecurity and self doubt coming out. One thing I've learned and it's harsh, but I learned it at a good age is you don't need everyone in your corner. Yeah. But you also don't need everyone in your life. Yeah. yeah. And you don't need everyone to like you either. And those who aren't supporting you and aren't there to lift you up and to they bring you down, they don't have a spot in your bubble. Yeah. You've got too much other shit to worry about. It, too many other things to do. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. And if you let them in, they beat you down. Yeah. Which I've had it. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I've I've had it and I've had it from people very, very close to me. But at the same time, you're like, nope, no, thank you. Okay, you thank you. Next. Yeah. Really? Thank you. You just made room for somebody else. Yes. So as sucky as that says, like it sounds, there is only room for so many people in your life. And you have your followers. Mm-hmm. You have your friends and your family that are close to you, you only need a select few that are there lifting you up. So there are going to be doubters. There are going to be haters no matter what you do. Yeah. You just got to not listen to it because they're always going to be there. They're always going to be there because that's their insecurities they're trying to project onto you because you're showing them a side of themselves that they they know they can accelerate and excel on. Well, and I saw an Instagram reel the other day, and it was this mom saying, if you have anyone in your life saying – I can't believe you're doing that or, you know, just bringing you down in any sense. You just say, oh, thanks. Bye. Yeah. It's pretty like, simple. There's so many other things that you could be doing that you have you have to be selective with who you're around. Because if you're around anyone who's bringing you down, like, it's not good for you. It's not good for your kids. No. It's yeah. not good for your family. It's not good for your spouse. Like... You have to be around people that are only bringing you up, and that's not selfish. And I've I've only learned that in the last couple of years of just there's seasons, yeah, seasons of not only actual seasons, <laughs> but there's seasons of friends and family, and you can say no, and you can create positive boundaries, and yeah. use it as fuel too. As hey, you don't believe in me? Guess what? I believe in me, and I know that I'm going to be successful. I'll show you. Yeah. As I say, it's kind of a chip on your shoulder. And you, you said it's yeah. not good for you. It's not good for your kids. It's not good for that person. That person that's coming to you and saying, you can't do that. I don't know why you're doing that. Yeah. It's like, well, what is this doing? Why, why do you need, why do you feel the need to say crap like that? Yeah. So. Well, it's, it's the mentality that we live in. And as what I was saying to you guys when we were off this, we're that 1%. That I don't know if you guys have ever heard of the secret or manifesting. We love that book. We have, yes. Uh huh. It's what I live by, hundred and ten percent, and what I've lived by since I was sixteen. Um, for instance, today, one of my dear family friends, she looked at me. She's you know in high school, and she goes, "I'm fat," and I'm like, "You know what? You're beautiful." But guess what? If you believe you're fat, you are. Mm-hmm. I said, I'm sorry, this is very blunt, but whatever you say you are and whatever you believe, you you're going to be. Yeah, yeah. That's the way it is. And I said, you're the only person that can change that. Mm-hmm. No one else around you is going to help you to do that. 
and it sucks but that's just how we are as human beings you can have someone on your corner raving about you but it could feel not enough you Mm -hmm. can have other people beating you down and it's going to bring you down but that's your choice of what you let affect you and how it affects you and that manifesting is whether whether you think you're wrong or right you're right yeah you are what you say you are and i instill that very much in in our team too of like you believe 110 percent in what you're doing no matter what you're doing in your life yeah then other people will believe in you and you'll believe in yourself and you'll feel better about yourself and it's not cocky i hate that when people say oh you're either cocky or you're full of yourself or you're bragging no guess what we need to be clapping for one another yes why is that so hard why can't people wrap their minds around that jealous yeah and they're hurt because for some reason they can't take that jump or that leap of faith because they are hindering you're your own worst enemy Mm -hmm. period true so doubt doubt is the killer of dreams it's the, yeah. the stopper of all your progress it's fear and it's mm-hmm. fear yep. false evidence appearing real yep. it is true it is real true i i go by the secret if you if, for anyone who hasn't seen it again it's not an ad um yeah. you <laughs> gotta you gotta watch the secret like it truly changes your way of looking at have life. you seen the movie yes i, I haven't seen, oh. seen the movie oh. so we've only, only read, read the book we've only read the book You've never seen the documentary either? No. no. Watch the documentary. It's even better than okay. the... I watch it like probably once or twice or three or four times a year. Um, <laughs> when I need Mojo back. Yeah. yeah. I watch it and I reconvene like what I want for life and yeah. like my goals and my vision. And it's amazing what you can do. Like what you can speak into existence. And some of the things I've done, I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> Literally, I hit like what $1,500 in the business bank account and I said by the end of the week we're gonna have $10,000 in there boom done wow that's awesome like you speak it yeah. and yeah. you speak believe it, it without a it. doubt and you have to say and you, you cannot let any negative like it's not even what you just what you say it's what you think yes mm-hmm. you have to change your you mindset yeah it's crazy that's it how is. Hunter and I both are yeah. <laughs> It is crazy. I'll share yeah. my story of the yeah. secret. I was reading reading the book the first time through, and I'm like, all right, I believe it. I I can kind of envision this stuff. So I'm sitting there in my car, and I just got some some money out of the bank, and I said, I'm going to look at these $20 bills. Next time I go to the bank and I'm going to get some money out, there's going to be on the left-hand bottom corner of one of these $20 bills, there's going to be, let's just say, a, a tear off of one of these bills. Mm-hmm. So I waited probably th- three days and went back to the bank and I shit you not on the third $20 bill I pulled off there was a tear off of the bottom left hand corner mm-hmm. I'm like okay I'm in, Sold. I'm I, got in. I got it yep. I got it so you're, you're out there yep. listening to me yep. alright fine you are the author of your life and it is amazing um, one of our most recent was I'm not going to tell the car story because I just can't <laughs> our house so once COVID hit our lease was coming up. We couldn't afford where we were at that time. Just financially, we couldn't. Yeah. And we were looking around and I was like, we're going to be in a yellow house. We're going to be by a fire department where my husband can be a volunteer firefighter. We're going to be close to our church and we're going to be in the country and it's all going to work out. And I said, we're going to be in Michigan. Well, 
this is was something I kept talking and talking and talking. Well, come, you know, two weeks later, I'm like, I'm done. I said, I'm giving up on Michigan. I just, we can't find anything because at that time they couldn't show you houses Oh, during COVID. They couldn't show you anything. And I was like, you know what? We're not going to buy a house. We're going to rent something. I started looking at little apartments to like downsize to get to that point of, okay, well, we'll buy eventually. Well, I was scrolling one night through (laughs) Facebook and this yellow house with a big porch (laughs) right in the country Right next to the fire department. <laughs> oh wow! Only two miles away from our church. Oh my god! Came up. Wow! And it was for rent, and they had literally just taken it off the market and put it up for rent that day. And I was like, "Okay, Hunter, we need this now." <laughs> like, so I drove by and just to see it. I talked to the neighbors next door. They were super nice. Well, we couldn't get a hold of the landlord, so I, we drove back up together just to see it. And the other neighbor came out. He goes, well, I know the landlord. Let me call him. <laughs> so this dude come to find out he's like the mayor of the city. It's so funny. He not, he's not no. actually, yeah. but he totally is. Yeah. We calls him. We get a call. They literally live in Indiana. They come out with the paperwork. We literally walk through the house and sign the paperwork for the lease. Oh, yeah. Like, we were going to sign the lease without even seeing the house. Wow. Because we're like, we this know... We know this is it. And it was just amazing because it was exactly what we wanted and what we needed. And I'm trying to speak that into existence now. (laughs) 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 I'm like, let's just happen. But it's amazing what you can do and how those things happen. And the biggest trick is you said three days. It doesn't always happen right away. No, it doesn't. But you'll see in the documentary. Yeah. You'll see in the documentary there is a vision of the guy wanting to see an elephant. And then the elephant appears in the room and you're and you're like, no, it's just a figure of speech of like, you don't want things to happen instantly. Instantly. Like it's gonna take time, but you have to keep believing and keep asking for what you want and just believing in it without a doubt. So there's my whole spiel on the (laughs) secret. I know what I want to watch. Oh yeah. It's on Netflix. (laughs) Oh yeah. Okay. Yep. It's on Netflix. So make sure you watch that because, and I tell all of my team too to watch it because it inspires you to be more and do more because we're not supposed to live this life you know poor we're we're supposed to even i'm a christian but i fully believe in the secret and in the bible it also says to that we're supposed to live an abundant life Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that's the word it is. And we're su- we're supposed to live all of the dreams in our heart, too, because those dreams wouldn't have been put there unless we were meant to have them. Yeah. So it's just believing in yourself and going after it. And eventually I'll be a motivational speaker. But I've already said that that's after 30 when my kids are in school. <laughs> <laughs> when you have time for something else. <laughs> just another career yeah. path that's on top of. Well, you know, most business owners have multiple businesses. Yeah. And eventually that's going to be us. We're going to have multiple businesses and everything is going to be something that we're making a difference. We always Mm -hmm. like Hunter and I, our view is we want to be do what we're passionate about, but always be giving back and making a difference in people's lives and something that's very positive. So that's what we do. I say when you were in your business, I wouldn't say business, but when you were working for the Disney store. Were you just the whole time thinking, I can do better than this. I can move on. I can 
There's got to be more than this in life. I hate saying this, but there were days that I would get in my car and go to work and cry. Really? And it wasn't that I didn't enjoy being there, but I felt like I was so limited mm-hmm. and I was stuck. Mm-hmm. And yes, there were ways to move up, but I was being told what to do, how to do it, when to do it. Right. And obviously, I'm not one of those people. <laughs> you don't so fit for that me, mold. No. Well, and it was funny, too, because they would give, they'd say to the team, hey, we want to sell this many, you know, pre-orders or whatnot. And I'd be like, yeah, let's do it. Let's not only hit that, but we're going to hit this. And I'd be like the peppy one. Well, I actually had people say that I needed to tone it down. Yeah. And I was making them look bad yep. and stuff. Oh. And I'm just like, I can't do this. <laughs> I'm literally dying yeah Yeah, no so i'm one of those people that hunter even knows he's like you can't work a nine to five like i just Mm i i can't can't i wasn't bred for that (laughs) no we work a 24-hour cycle (laughs) (laughs) yeah pretty much even when you're sleeping you're really not sleeping because your brain is just playing through what you did that day or what you need to do or dreams and visions of what you're going to do and it's yeah. Wait a minute. No. So when you go to bed at night, do you fall asleep or do you just sit and I fester? S- okay. So <laughs> Hunter gets so mad at me because now I know his breathing pattern. Oh, God. He's with within two minutes. He's asleep. Yes. Ding. Yeah. <laughs> like he's literally like, why can't you shut it off? Yeah. And I'm like, dude, I wish I could. Yeah. I'm not, this says. isn't by choice. No. <laughs> No, it's honestly, I have found that it's a mix of ADHD, anxiety, and just being an overachiever. Yeah. And it is, I found that like journaling before bed and journaling, like writing down everything that's kind of on your mind before bed helps. Yeah. Or even making notes in your phone. Yeah. Um, But yeah, no, there's, I don't really sleep too well. <laughs> I was going to say, and, is there any type of relaxation stuff you guys do before bed i mean we we call it a mind melt usually we'll sit down and at least by 9 30 10 o'clock we're watching some sort of netflix series or movie or something or the bachelor or done that here and there um but our schedules are so wonky mm-hmm. now too because he also volunteers for the fire department and for youth ministries and like we're we're both crazy <laughs> um but Sometimes I do. I actually like to clean. Do you? Sounds weird. Right now my house is cluttered because I've been so busy. But like for me with like OCD, anxiety, all of that, which I've never fully been diagnosed. But come on. When you're an entrepreneur, you know (laughs) that you have most of that. Um, (coughs) Excuse me. So I, I do watch some TV. I the kids are in bed by eight. Yeah. yeah, those kids still. are in bed. Yeah, because I have to have two hours. So we normally in bed by ten. Mm. Um, I have to have those two hours. Amen to that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> of either finishing work or you know doing something that I didn't get done or yeah. just taking time to wind down. Like it's hard balancing being a mom full time at home with two kids under the age of five, plus running a business. So. Yes. It's just nonstop. I'm just glad Parker now sleeps through the night because that was hard. Oh, yeah. When you're up constantly and then trying to do everything like that was a rough year. Yeah. (laughs) Well, that was going to be one of our questions is how do you how do you find balance or do you have any tips for 
being a business owner, having to take care of your staff, trying to get them all the stuff they're required to take, plus having two kids at home, plus having a husband. Uh, any tips that you could give to I'm people? I'm going to counseling currently. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I think that's great. I would love to go. Well, say, Lane's kind of yeah. seeing uh, you know, one of our previous guests. Oh, yeah. Our first guest. Um, Erica Wheeler. She owns Evolve Within. Okay. Um, and she works with you on everything from diet, nutrition to emotional things. And I've had one visit so far and it was it was pretty amazing. That's awesome. So I have another visit this week. But yeah. yeah. Mine's this so, week too. Yeah. I have on Thursday, I actually am going to a counselor who also does art therapy. Oh. Because well, I'm cool. a very like visual person. Yeah. So. That's cool. Um, Asking for help. That's a hard one, though. <laughs> Jesus. Yes. What's wrong with you people? Yeah. We literally <laughs> do that. Like yeah. okay. So same we pod. do everything because it's easier for us to do it than try to explain to someone how to do it correctly because we could do it right the first time. Yeah. So, like, for me, with getting my event coordinator, who does all of my back end stuff, she's been with me for almost two years now. It was a struggle at first. Yeah. Trying to even explain to her what I want to do, how yeah. I want to do it, because none of that was written down. Just mm-hmm. so up there in your brain. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So number one thing, um, probably shouldn't say this, but I'm going to balance is bullshit <laughs> for women because it, I feel like when you say balance, it's one of those things that we always strive to have, but never accomplish. So we feel like complete failures. Yeah. So that word balance is something that's very negative for us because that's what you always want to achieve but you always fall short. And so every day, Alicia Wagner told me this years ago. She said, give your best every single day and every single day will be different. At the Mm -hmm. end of the day, if you can say you gave your best, you did the best that you could do and you accomplished it and you've been successful. So for me, that's what I live by because there are days I'm an awesome mom. And a horrible business owner. There are days that I am an amazing business owner like yesterday because Monday is our complete catch-up day. And then I feel like a horrible mom because my kids, I I try to do like half-hour increments where I'm playing with them, engaging with them. Then I give them activities to do like either they're watching a show that's informational or, you know, they're playing together with magnetiles or something. Yeah. And then I'm trying to get work done. And then we go back to, okay, let's be together. And then let's go back and forth. But even that's hard. Sometimes. It's a struggle. Especially when you have families who are always wanting now. Oh, yeah. Business is now. Right now. Yeah. And if you don't answer right now, they'll move on. Mm-hmm. So, which I totally understand. But it's hard as... There is no balance. No. That, that is something that you have to figure out um, of what works for you because every single parent is different. So, number one, ask for help. Like, with Hunter, I'm like, hey, can you watch the kids? Like, last night, I was like, I have to get stuff scheduled. He goes, go upstairs. I got the kids for an hour. Like, it's fine. Um, with my team, I've literally started asking for help. And I've only learned that. I've been in business for eight years. I've only learned that in the last couple of years. Yeah. And literally I'm talking last two years <laughs> yeah. because it is hard to give that up mm-hmm. because you want it done a certain way. But in order to grow as a business and as a person, you have to just let some things go. You can't micromanage. You have to just let it be and just 
it is what it is and then go back to it if it needs changed or help that person but it's I think the biggest struggle for us right now is we don't have family in town Mm -hmm. that will watch our kids or be with them so um, a lot of my performers have stepped up where they'll be like hey we'll watch your kids like let us know so we try to do at least twice a month like once or twice a month Mm -hmm. where we go out even if it's nice. just a dinner. Yeah. Or going yeah. to the range to shoot because, you know, that is always fantastic. <laughs> um, <laughs> so. Oh, oh <laughs> expand on that. Oh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> what are you, you shooting? Um, so, actually, my husband's 9mm. Okay. Until I get my own because I want to get my CCW. You don't have your own yet? No, not yet. Oh, but I also shoot a recurve. Um, so, I do archery as well. Okay. So, that's. Something really fun, and both of the kids have their bows and arrows, too, yeah. um, and Hunter has his, so we're starting to get more into that. So, <laughs> I am a city gone country. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, I was grown up in the city, but my blood was country, yep. <laughs> and I think that's where I have found a little bit more of what you call balance, is yeah. I don't live in the hustle and bustle, because that gave me more stress and anxiety. Yeah, We have... A half an acre, which is land to me. Um, But we live in more of a a little country town. Yeah. So it's nice because we know all of our neighbors. Everyone's super friendly. Like, we're all out doing things together. And it's just, it's a different lifestyle. I couldn't, I couldn't do the city anymore. Yeah. Like, I just, with having kids and stuff, I was like, I just can't do it. Especially with working all the time. I just can't. So, yeah. So balance isn't, for women, I feel like that is our one of our biggest enemies. I'll is that y- word? Yeah. Your word and hatred towards balance is what we just talked about in our last podcast about the word perfect. Yeah. Like we there's talk- no such thing. There is no such no. thing. No. So there's there's always you trying to get to a certain level and then you lull back and you back and forth, yeah. back and forth. But there is no I hit the peak, I gotta stay here. You know, there's So I have a, a metaphor for you with all of that. So back in 2015, before I got pregnant, before I had Ray, I got to the point where I lost myself. I was doing 18 credit hours of school, working 40-hour weeks back end, plus performing 8 to 10 parties a weekend. Oh, jeez. I was going nuts. Yeah. So come 2015, my siblings actually live in Hawaii. And I went over there and spent a whole bunch of time over there because I needed to bounce. I literally was like, yeah. I can't. I don't know who I am anymore. I don't have my identity because I was just all business. Right. That's just mm-hmm. who I was. So I met a friend over there and he was in the army and he took me on a hike one day. And it was just random. We just drove past and he goes, we're going to go do that hike. And I'm like, dude, we don't have anything with us. No, <laughs> like we're not going to do this. 1,037 steps up this mountain. (laughs) Literally railroad steps. So, and I was completely out of shape. He knew my mental state at that time. I was like, okay, fine, let's do this. Well, we would go up like 50 steps or so. And he would say, okay, stop. I can tell you're tired. Okay. Stop and take a moment. Look down. Look at where we started. Okay. Mm -hmm. Take that in. Take in that view of everything where you were. Okay, now look at where you're at, how far you've come. Embrace that a little bit. And then look up to where you want to go. And let me know when you're ready. 
And he kept doing that throughout it. And then once we got to the top, it was that big, holy cow. This is not just doing something that was exhausting. (laughs) (laughs) But it really taught me a valuable lesson in life of you have to stop and pause. Yeah. And when you're when you feel like you're trying to reach that perfect point, that's never going to happen. Right. And it's funny because once you reach that like end event or that thing that you've worked so hard to and you do it, you're like, oh, that's all it is. Kind of a letdown. Yeah, it is. (laughs) Especially as being an event planner Mm -hmm. and being a part of events like you get to that point, you get to the end of it. You're like, oh, I did all of this. (laughs) For the, it's like a play or a musical. You spend weeks and hours and hours of endless time or even a movie. They spend years on it for this short amount of time yeah. for yeah. something to actually happen. Yeah. And it's amazing because life is all about the climb. And that's it. You yeah. have to embrace that climb in your journey and grow from it. Fail forward. That's what my landlord at my studio told me when I first moved in. He's like, you're going to fail and fail and fail and fail again. But just keep failing forward and just keep going. But embrace those failures and keep learning and growing. So that's what I say to perfect imbalance is like, it's never going to exist. But as long as you can be content and happy, not only where you're going, but where you are. And that's what I learned during COVID is it was very very humbling of i we it was scarcity for us yeah i was gonna ask you yeah yeah scarcity for us but it humbled me in this is what i need this is who i am this is what we have and be grateful for what you have but still seek more and that's something very hard to learn it is because you always you always hear oh you always want more 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 Mm -hmm. Which is good, but to be happy where you're at, but still you're okay with where you're at, but you still want to grow. Yeah. Like that's something that it takes years to learn. And <laughs> patience yeah. and discipline. You yes. need to sit there and actually stop and think about it. Yep. Amongst all the chaos and things like that. Yeah, we definitely don't do that We enough. don't do that. And with COVID, we didn't get to take a vacation last year. And one yep. of our questions to you is, do you and your husband get away, just the kids, stop the chatter? Without the kids. With, I mean, without the kids. Yeah. Uh, no kids chirping at you. Yep. No business calls. No, I mean, do you time, You guys take time, just the two of you, to reconnect, kind of let the dust settle, so to speak, and just kind of re, re-engage with yourselves your partner and just kind of get back into life and live life just kind of like on your own terms versus everything's going at one time Oh well hunter and i are both crazy with our ideas and everything going nuts during covid um he actually worked the two three jobs Mm -hmm. maybe 90 hour a week sometimes just because he was trying Mm -hmm. to pick up any odds and ends that he could but prior to that Um, we had taken our one year anniversary trip to Disney together and oh my goodness, that was our first trip by ourselves. When we got married, his parents said the one thing that they regretted about their relationship was that they focused so much on their kids and they forgot to date each other. 
And they literally said to us, you let us know whenever you want us to take the kids. They will never be a burden. We will always be more than happy to have them. We want you two to have the best marriage you possibly can because at the end of the day, this is really, really hard for most parents. Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, your kids are not yours. You are literally training them for life. Yeah. That's it. You have them for 18 years. You're stuck with your significant other (laughs) forever. Yeah. (laughs) So if you, over the years, dwindle that down and not have a relationship with that person, once the kids are gone, what do you got left? Right. Mm -hmm. You don't. So, like, we realized that really early on. Plus, we never really got the dating phase because Hunter came in when Ray was a year and a half. We met when she was nine months. <laughs> Funny story. I actually met him while dating one of his buddies out in Pennsylvania. <laughs> we were all, you know, hanging out, just having fun outside at a bonfire. Hunter leans back and he goes, Chris, you screw this up with her. She's mine. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like legit just says she's mine. Oh, and um, we became best of friends. We were both dating someone else. A year later... I said I wanted a country boy, and he asked if I was taking applications. <laughs> That's how we roll. <laughs> yup, yup. So a year later, we um, started dating within the – because he came out here because he was living in Pennsylvania. Oh. That first weekend, he kissed me, and he said, I'm going to marry you. Oh, yeah. Yep. Awesome. And then two weeks later, he told me he loved me, and then six months later, we were married. And wow. we've been together for two years. Um, it was two years, March 9th. And so we have really spent time of those dates are really important. Yeah. Um, last week, I literally said to one of my friends, I was like, look, I am having an anxiety or not last week, the week before that. I'm having an anxiety issues. Can you watch the kids for a couple hours? And I called Hunter. I said, hey, be ready when you get when you get home, take a shower. I'm going to come pick you up. We're going out to dinner and we're going to go get pedicures. <laughs> <laughs> That's we specific. Did. We did. So we literally, he was like, oh, what's this? I'm like, no, we literally just need time to sit down and just talk and just be. Yeah. So before COVID hit, um, we went to Disney. Epic together. Disney <laughs> as adults. <laughs> It is so much fun. Like, we literally drank our way around the world. <laughs> we, <laughs> we went into, star, like, um, the Star Wars world. We made the lightsaber. We, we just enjoyed each other. And it was amazing to just have that time together. And it was perfect timing because a week later, the world shut down. Oh, and really? we had no oh, wow. idea that was going to happen. That trip prepped us. Yeah. For what was going to happen because one week later I moved out of our condo because um, life stopped and I went to Pennsylvania and lived with his parents for two months because they said that they would help take care of us Mm -hmm. during that time. Oh, wow. And so they fed us and they gave us a house to live in and I worked and he worked and did all that he could here and we were apart for two months. Um and so that trip meant everything to us so after that we were like okay every year (laughs) yes and it's not selfish it's not there are now if you're going all the time yes that's a little excessive (laughs) i'm sorry it's a little excessive but we make a once a year trip Mm -hmm. and this year we actually went to vegas 
Um, Fun. So, yeah. So, two weeks ago, it was almost a month ago now, Hunter literally came home. He goes, hey, so I won the lottery. And I'm like, oh, gosh, what did you do? He's like, well, I won $700 on one, and then I played another and won another $300. So, let's go on vacation. Oh, oh hell. Yeah. <laughs> <Awesome>. Right? <laughs> right? So, he's I'm, he, I like, I'm the like way he thinks. okay. Because he's like, well, we got extra money now. Like, let's right. go do something for us. He's like, you are beyond burnout. You have had the year, like us together and me as the business, like we had a, a crazy year of not being together and just we needed time to be mm -hmm. just us. Mm -hmm. So our first day in Vegas was so funny. We got there at noon and then we hung out, had fun. Well, 530, I was like, oh, let's take a nap. Well, we took a nap. And then I woke up at nine. He was still sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> and we didn't wake up until nine o'clock the next morning. Oh, wow. <laughs> Must have needed it. I'm like, well, apparently we needed sleep. <laughs> so that was the first trip I've ever taken that I think I've slept the most on. <laughs> but it was nice because we went to dinners. We just walked around mm -hmm. the city. We gambled. We won a thousand dollars. We Did obviously you? spent it because oh, sure. you're in Vegas. Yeah. So why not? We both hit the jackpot twice with five hundred dollars for each of us. So nice. Like, we just had fun, though. Yes. It is so important, like, to date your significant other. And I can say, like, our marriage—it's not perfect. No marriage is. But I don't fight with my husband. Like, we yeah. are very upfront with this is how we feel, this is what's going on. And, like, getting into our relationship, we were very straightforward of, like, this is what we need to do because I'm sorry. I love men, but at the same time, y'all don't know what we're thinking. Nope. <laughs> no. No, we don't. At all. And the fact that we expect that you know what we're thinking is just complete asinine. It's, it is. Yes, it's it is. Crazy. Because it's, you're never going to. And nope. you're never going, nothing against you. You're never going to do something if we don't ask. Yep. And we have to, like, I've learned that I have to ask. And it's hard because you don't want to have to ask as a woman. And I don't no. know why that is. I really don't know why that's yeah. bred in us. Like, <laughs> because it shouldn't be. No. But, like, it is bred in us that we just don't want to ask for help. And you should know what we want. But well, yeah. You, you really don't. I don't know why you don't. The stupidest right? idea in the world. Right? I don't get it. Yeah. And, like, so I got really mad at Hunter when we first, like, got married and stuff. He's like, you need to put a chart on the fridge. I'm like... <laughs> So my 23-year-old husband needs a chore chart. You've <laughs> got to be kidding me. And he's like, no, like, I'm for real. If you want something done, put it on a dry erase board. I'll get it done. Yep. Now it yep. gets done in his time. Yes. Right. So I've learned that if there are things that I want done now, I just do them and don't say anything. If there's things that I want done and eventually done, he'll <laughs> get it done on his time. <laughs> But I put those, yeah. you know, or I'll tell him, and you figure out that groove. But any woman who is nagging their husband to do things, you're making them miserable. You're making yourself miserable. There's no point to it. No. So just suck it up and do it or wait for them to do it on their own time. Or if they do something, appreciate it. Yeah. Like I got a Snapchat from one of my friends that her towel was hung perfectly on the back of the door his towel was hung up <laughs> on the door but not the right way i'm like oh honey oh you are God. not married Jeez. i said there is the sweet spot on the floor and that is in front of the laundry basket <laughs> 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 i was like 
you should not be complaining about that because that is funny but oh my gosh you find your like your things that you do and don't do and ways to communicate and you just have to communicate yes that's and not expect things from any other but yeah so we do vacation we do do dates there are times when we go longer than we'd like yeah. To yeah. do dates. Sometimes um, life just gets in yeah. the way. And that's when we stay up longer one night on a Saturday night and just play cards and drink. Yeah. Like yeah. literally we'll just play rummy or something and we'll be like, hey, we just need to be with each other. Um, in that's the morning, I started a routine where I was getting up really, really early. And I then realized it was very important for him to get his snuggles in in the morning before yeah. work. And I was <laughs> like, okay, there's a compromise. Yeah. I'll wake up when you go to work or, you know, if I need to sleep a little bit more and stay up later, I can. Like, you just yeah. got to figure it out. Marriage isn't easy, but that's Lots your best. compromise. Fr- yeah. And it's your best friend. Yeah. That you should be married to your best friend. You should have fun together. Mm-hmm. And sure. it shouldn't be, you know, painful. And don't be complaining about your spouse to no. others. <laughs> like if you're if you're in an argument, yes, I do talk to friends about an argument, but I will say, "Hey, look, I'm venting to you," which the number one <laughs> thing, the number one thing, if someone out. comes at you, you say, "Are you venting and want me to listen or do you want me to sol- give you a solution? <laughs> That's a guy thing. Yeah. He yeah. always wants to solve. And I'm yes. like. Instantly solving. Just, okay. Yep. What do you got? You're coming at me kind of hot here. I'm going to figure it out for you. But in real life, she's just coming and just uh-huh. barfing all of her crap on me. I'm like, <laughs> okay, I just got to sit here with my bib yep. and my hat on and just take it. <laughs> I'm not solving problems. But that's the thing is if you literally were to say that before, like if someone comes to you and says, hey, I've got this going on, even all of your friends, you just say, hey, are you venting or do you want a problem solution to this? That would literally solve so many problems. Yeah. Like in any relationship that you're in. So we learned that from a TikTok. (laughs) (laughs) Got that from a freaking TikTok. (laughs) Right? I think Hunter got, got it got, from a TikTok. I don't think anybody got anything from TikTok other than <laughs> entertainment. We actually learn things from TikToks. It's kind of funny. Jesus. <laughs> that is pretty funny. Not noted. I'm not writing that down. <laughs> not writing, I'm not writing that one down. So I want to ask you before you ask a question, um, how much time do you think you designate to your phone? I don't even want to know. I, mean, I can tell as, you as how far many as, hours. As far as you spending time with Hunter and hanging out, or even your kids, do you feel like there's a good division between, okay, I've got to handle business, i got to be on my phone, and then I'm going to shut it off. Do you shut it off at night? Because you talked earlier, and you even can commiserate with, with this. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think all of us do, especially right now, because business is starting to pick up. Mm-hmm. So it's a new season. Um, that's something Riley and I are both struggling with as time wise. Cause if yeah. you don't get back to someone, they are livid. They're moving on. Like, and they're moving on. And so we try to be as responsive as possible. That's why I have another one, another person on the team helping with that. Um, but there are times like the other day I was like, I'm turning my phone off for an hour. And of course that one hour, something happened at work and someone called me seven times. Uh, I'm like, seriously, the one hour I yeah. don't have my phone on, something goes wrong. So no, it's something yeah. that I'm working on and I struggle with because as of right now, we literally, uh, we, we went from maybe 40% 
to now going 100. Yeah. 110. Like, yeah. I mean, going from doing maybe five appearances a weekend to doing 12, 16 in a day again, it's going to be a lot. And, but there, I mean, like during dinner, our phones are off. Like, not off, off, but right. we'll like put them in They're the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Um, we always do family dinner together. And that's really, really important for us. Um, and like during breakfast time, I try to be with the kids as much as I can. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's. It's a daily struggle. It is. Yeah. It is. It's something. Well, and our businesses are run. Like you have, you have to think about it this way too. Nowadays, back back in the day, you had people call you or email you, right? Now it's call, email, Facebook Messenger, Instagram Messenger, TikTok, if you got one, Google, like your Google, you can actually get messages through your Google too if you have your Google business set up. So you're not only doing, oh, text and call and email now, which that was the way to do it always. Like my form of communication I prefer is email because then I can go back through and see where I'm at. But now it's everything and not only are you looking at the messages or the dms or pms or whatever they are you also have to check all of the comments Mm -hmm. you have to respond to those comments because if you don't respond to those in comments your engagement goes down then your numbers go down of how many people are actually seeing your posts so that's where it is of like there's no way and for all of those social media platforms none of the platforms where you post all one thing to the same thing work because you have to be posting different content on each of the platforms because people watch you on multiple platforms. So it's like, you're always creating new content. You're always trying to do new things. You're always trying to keep up and it's a never ending cycle. Mm -hmm. We're working on trying to map things out more for like Instagram so that posts can be made through Instagram and it's just kind of automatic. Yeah. But Facebook posting the biggest problem that people make on Facebook is trying to sell anymore. You can't sell your business. You're just telling the story. Engage. You have to have a community. Mm. You don't even want to tell all of your story. You want to be sharing other people's posts. You want to be posting engagement posts, even if it's what did you buy from Amazon this week? Literally posted that today and got over 50 comments. Mm. You want to be creating this sense of community because you as yeah. a, a viewer, you don't want to, you're not going to look at a page that is always selling you something. Yeah, right. Yeah. You want to be a part of a community. So that's where it's more difficult now more than ever too, because you can't just set, okay, all of these posts are going to be made this week because what if something else is going viral mm-hmm. and you need to post that? Right. Or you need to, like there was one, oh my gosh, it's so stupid. I don't, you probably saw it on my page, the pantry that was all organized, but it was, it was shoved with everything and it was crazy organized and it was, what is your first reaction when you see this? We got over a thousand comments on that post. Seriously? Yeah. (laughs) But it was something that I had watched through Facebook that I saw was going viral that I then posted. Yeah. So it's you always watching because you want to build a community you don't want to be selling. Now, yes, you throw in, hey, check out our live streams or, hey, we've got this event going on. Your family would love this, like that type of thing. Yeah. But you, we don't just post our prices. We don't just post, hey, we're doing this. Like 
we want people to come to our page every day to see what's going on. Right. Um, so yeah, it's it's very very difficult. As I say, it's time consuming. It's yeah. exhausting. I know you deal with it the same way yeah. that you do, and I know you guys care about your communities and getting mm-hmm. posts out there and engaging with them, and you know you want to be friends with well and connecting with everybody to other and bloggers connecting. and other businesses and yeah, because the more you're talking about other businesses and getting involved with like blogs too that are talking about you the more people are talking about you and you're talking about them it just grows Mm -hmm. but that's why i also have riley now because she does a lot of the back end because before i wanted to do all of this stuff but i couldn't Mm -hmm. i was doing all of the bookings i was doing all of the contracts i was doing everything else and now i'm like we have a wig stylist we have our team that is doing performance directors. We have people doing other stuff so I can kind of focus on more of the marketing because it is more time consuming now. I was going to say, I pose a question to both of you. Is it too tough or not too tough, but is it troublesome to be too accessible? I, I don't get, if I get a text, I hear it ding in my pocket and I just like, eh, I'm busy right now. I like, get her, aren't you going to get that? Yeah. Don't and she's over here is? just like your phone dinged. <laughs> what are you going to do about it? Are you you guys ex- just worried about being too accessible? I find it very, uh, what do you want to say? They're, they're prying into my personal life too much. <laughs> it's, it's like, hey, I'm busy right now. I'm doing my thing. I feel like as you grow and get so big to a point where it's overwhelming, you, you can't. Because like I said, that's the difference between if you don't respond within that first hour or so, you could lose 100 to $300 from that mm-hmm. one person. So if it is if it is someone that I've already been communicating with, I do put things aside. Like on yeah. Mondays, I'm like, this is blocked out for my time. And we send messages to everyone. Hey, we were out of the office all weekend. We're going to be getting back to you. Mm-hmm. I find that if you respond to someone they're more gracious whether you say hey i'm in a meeting right now i'll get back to you you know later but you have to be accountable to that too Mm -hmm. so if you say later you have to give them a time like we told them hey we'll get back to you before wednesday because we are trying to get caught up with everything which if you give them a longer period of time that gives you the benefit of the doubt if you get back to them sooner But I find that if you you just give them a response right away, um, even if it's, hey, I'm out of the office right now, I'll get back to you in the morning. Mm -hmm. They're more responsive than if you just let them go. Yeah. Because people know it. Good Lord. I had one today. It's like, all right, this hour, I'm going to work on my website. I don't want, I should have just turned my phone off, but. Yep. Lady called me four times. Yep. Four times. In a row, like left me a message, hung up, called me back, mm-hmm. left me another message, hung up, called me back. Then she got on my website and messaged me. Then she got on an email yep. to me. I was like, good Lord. <laughs> You're in a different industry. industry. Yeah. With events, they want it now and yeah. they've done it last minute. So yes. it's your problem. 
Yeah, I'm not even kidding. Yeah, oh, it's our familiar. problem. It's not theirs. No, that yeah. they want to do well, it. Well, yeah, she minute. wanted it for the Saturday. Oh, exactly. Yeah. So it's it's last minute. So they need it now, mm-hmm. and it's our problem, not theirs, that they waited till last minute. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you fix it. So yeah, so that's what's different. I think is yours. You probably can wait a little bit to respond to them, and they're not gonna say, "Oh, well, I'm moving on." But when you're in this type of industry, there are other people who are competing against us that they could go to. Yeah. yeah. I was going to ask you, too, is there anybody in this area that, I mean, you mentioned somebody else coming into the area that, oh, it looks a little touchy. No. No? You, you so chewed them all up? the thing for me is the greatest compliment is competition. Yeah. And they help you grow. And... The biggest thing about competition, though, is you can be alike and be different in the same way. Oh, yeah. If your competition is going after all of the things that you're doing and saying everything word for word. Good. It, no. it's flat, yes, it's flattering. good. It's, it's flattering. Yeah. It's flattering because thank you. Obviously, our stuff is working and you yeah. just copied it. But at the same time, that just pushes us to grow and to do things differently. Um, so with competition, yes, there are always going to be other competing factors. We're in the event industry. So with what we do, you could go to a magician. You could go to another company who has a mascot. You could just book a venue who has all of the services for you. But what I have to say is you have to think of the event industry like a funeral home. They're always going to happen. There's always going to be birthday parties. There's always, even during COVID, there was always birthday parties. There's always Mm -hmm. events. There's more than enough business to go around. Yeah. And if you are true to your brand and your message and continuing to grow and always making your services better and having your mission, that's what sets you apart. You can go to McDonald's, Chick-fil-A, Burger King, Wendy's, any of those. They're all fast food. But why do you choose Chick-fil-A? Their service. Their service. Exactly. So you choose them because their service, plus they have the best chicken ever. Um, So there are always going, there's always going to be competition. There has been competition for us for years. They come and go. Mm -hmm. Um, And... But we just keep pushing forward. We're in year eight. And I I will never say anything bad about our competition. Because that's one thing is it's like, guess what? We're all in the same game. Yeah. Right. But we all have different markets yeah. as well. And we all have different ideas. Just have the respect to not completely copy off of someone. That's Absolutely. the only thing that is hard. Of like, you don't just rip someone's idea off or go after, you know that they work here and they do stuff here. So you're going to go after that business like that. I feel like that's wrong. Um, That's where competition gets a little dicey. But other than that, like, yeah, there's enough business to go around. And all of us are so different. And you as a business owner and your team are different than the next competitions team or whatever. I mean, there's more than enough business to go around and it's, it's flattering about how many companies I've seen, um, come and go. And 
that, you know, we just continue to do our best. And that's what I said a while ago is do your best mm-hmm. every single day. That's all you can do. Yeah. And you just, it is what it is. I was going to say, yeah. if you talk negatively about your competitors and whatever, remember that all comes back to you. Oh, yeah. You right. know, yeah. comes back on you somehow, some way. Yeah. I mean, it's, it can get dicey if you let it. But at the same time, you just, you just let it be. It's going to happen. Yeah. No matter what you do, it's always going to happen. So you just keep changing and keep growing and just have a good mission for any business. Have your mission mm-hmm. and what you're passionate about and what your vision is and just keep going. Because there's always going to be, I'm sorry, there's no original idea. No. no it's already been not. done. Yeah. yeah everything. everything has already been done. Everything. Yeah. So, I mean, even if you think it's, oh, it's the first original. No, it's not. Sorry. We live in a day and age that every, nothing is new. So, so, would, so s- would, would that be your number one recommendation for a business owner, what? an entrepreneur? There's no original ideas out there. You're you're f- you're doing something that somebody's already done. Don't put so much pressure on yourself. Mm-hmm. You can do it. Mm-hmm. Go for it. Yeah, because there's uh, it's it's true. You just you do it and you do your own spin of it, mm-hmm. and you make it your own. But you make it your own. You don't just copycat it and play it off as yours. Right. But there's always, I found ideas too that like there's one company on the West Coast that does mermaid stuff. And I was like, Mm. oh, that's cool. Well, then I started brainstorming and then I came up with Mermaid Academy. Yeah. And even though it wasn't exactly what they're doing and they're (coughs) not here. Yeah. I had an idea and I kind of played off of it. Yeah. I mean, that's just what happens is you just, you make it your own and you just try. And when you fail, you just try something different because yeah. <laughs> you will fail. <laughs> yeah. Our episode yesterday or last week was about recommendations or things that we want to teach our children, things that are important to us that we want to instill in our children. So what would be your number one thing that you would want to instill in your kids? So we moved to the country because I wanted our kids to live a life where they valued work and valued respect. And I feel like nothing is really, we don't just give like, yes, obviously we give our kids what they need. (laughs) Right. But like I have a one and a half year old and I have a four year old. They both help me unload the dishwasher. Mm-hmm. They help me clean up their toys. Like we're trying to teach them value of earning things and working for things, but also being kind to others. Yeah. And it's while also holding your values as well, being respectful of your values and what you believe and knowing that you might have a different opinion, mm-hmm. but at the same time saying, well, that's nice. I I understand you. I might feel differently, but that doesn't mean I mean any I feel any less towards you. Right. Um but also just we were talking about this last night and this is something that Hunter has taught me. So I lived a life of luxury where my um stepdad, he was born into poverty and he worked really really hard for his business. So I kind of learned a lot about business from him. Mm-hmm. Um But he just gave us absolutely everything and anything that we wanted. 
until it got to the point where I was in high school, I started working for what I wanted and what I did. And I learned a lot throughout my life. Anyway, um, where was I going with that? <laughs> oh, I became kind of selfish yeah, and stuck in my own bubble. And Hunter really has helped me to, hey, what are ways that you can show kindness to others? Because those small, very, very, very small acts of kindness can mean the world to someone. Mm -hmm. What's one thing you can say to someone that can make their day? What's one question that you could ask someone? Hey, do you need some help? Can I come take your kid for a little bit and do a play date with them? Like just small little things that you can do for people that make a big difference that's one thing he's taught me because I, like I was that. I was never taught that. And so that's something that we really focus on with our kids. Or what's something nice you can do? Even if it's, yes. you know, our neighbors in a wheelchair. Like, hey, let's go take their trash out tonight. Yeah. Just yeah. to help them. Just little random acts of kindness that I feel like the next generation doesn't do. Yeah. They're so stuck on their phones. Plus, with COVID and everything, they don't know how to socialize at all. No. Yeah. Um, we want <clears throat> to teach them confidence and who they are, but also being kind to one another. And it's not the kindness of, oh, we just love everyone and we're just going to be accepting of everything and just blah, blah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah. No. It's a true, it's a just, genuine. Yes, a genuine act of kindness towards one person because that one act of kindness means more than you trying to do all these big things it really does it does and i mean at the age of 27 i just learned that (laughs) (laughs) it's kind of crazy to me how much something can mean like today um you were part of this um one of our performers it's her senior year and it was her last show with in musical theater for high school Mm. and her last bow and it was going to be streamed virtually no audience no nothing and so her mom reached out to me she goes hey is there any i know you're busy is there anything that you guys would be willing to do well i was like yeah we can do something we put together a video i had all of the performers just say hey congratulations like good luck we made a two and a half minute video for her Mm. that girl cried made me cry (laughs) i don't even know her (laughs) it wasn't it was so simple. Right. Like it wasn't anything major. And we did a yard sign too, mm-hmm. which she absolutely loved. And it's just those small things that just mean a lot to people. They're huge. And even like with my performers, the biggest thing that we work on is you learn kids' names. Someone's yeah. name is their most important word to them. It is. So like we really, really, really strive to do that. And it's just the little things that, that count. And so that's what we want to teach our kids is true kindness, yeah. not just, oh, we're just being kind, just to be kind. And look at me. I'm doing this. It's like, no, yeah. you just do. You hold a door for someone. Yeah. You just do random things. So mm-hmm. we try to teach them that and work ethic because yeah. there's too many kids that don't work for anything. Yeah. You can't lift a hammer. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where there's my, you know, 25-year-old husband who literally can do absolutely everything in a jack-of-all's trades and, like, is awesome. And I'm like, yeah, 
I I can do a lot of other stuff. Yeah. <laughs> but like us together, we work well and we just want to teach our kids work. It's fun. Like to learn yes. new things and to know that you did that. Like I'd love for our kids to be in 4-H and I'd love mm. for our kids to do agricultural stuff and just like actually That's learning. Because cool. there's two. Well, there's a lot of kids now that are going into college they pick a major, they change their major three times, then they get out of school, they never use their degree, they're $80,000 in debt. Right. Yeah. And it's like, if they would have gone to a trade school, or would have, you know, not gone to school Did for you listen year, to our last episode? Say, you listened to our last episode, but holy crap. This is I think you just everything spouted everything. Right? 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 <laughs> but, like, seriously, yeah. I didn't yeah. finish school, and I hate to say that, but at the same I didn't finish school. Yeah. And I was successful. Hunter yeah. went to two years of school and said, this is not for me, and he has a successful job for the state. Mm. Yeah. And we'll eventually open some businesses and stuff once we get back on our feet. So it's like, I don't know. <laughs> you just yeah. want to teach them good life lessons and teach them what we didn't learn mm-hmm. or what we did learn. I mean, well, and I think they're sponges. They pick up on everything. Yes. So yeah. when yeah. they see Lainey running around the house doing this, that, and the other, and she's picking up signs and she's you know putting stakes and signs and she's running them out to the van and she's cooking mm-hmm. dinner and she's not here in the morning because she's delivering them and things like that. We hope that, that all that stuff gets picked up on. Yeah. Just like you with your your business calls and your texts and hold on one second. I got to finish this text yeah. for business that they, that they see that and they absorb it and say, okay. Yeah. Well, Ray has actually started saying, she goes, mommy, can I work for you one day? <laughs> and she loves going to the studio. Yeah. Like she'll go to the yeah. studio and I'll give her like different tasks, but she does them with like Anna. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be like, Hey Anna, go do this with her. And they'll like separate bobby pins or they'll like hang up dresses and stuff. And they, she loves it. Like, it's hard sometimes. She literally said to me, she said to me yesterday, Mommy, why do you work so much? And I'm like, because I need to take care of us. I need to provide for us. She goes, so you're making money for my piggy bank? (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's the thing. You can put her on the payroll. Eventually. You have to be an S-Corp. It's not an LLC. You have to be an S-Corp. Okay. We will. That's what we're working up to is to be an S-Corp. Um, and then we can put her on payroll. Interesting. Yeah. Park her on payroll. So you put her on payroll, and then you can start putting in right into her uh, uh-huh. her Roth 401k. And uh-huh. Oh, <laughs> trust me. Hunter's all about the investing. Yeah. And he actually took our stimulus instead of, like, we were scrounging. We were doing everything we could. And he goes, I'm going to take our stimulus, and I'm going to make more money. He took our stimulus, which was, what, $2,400 the first time around, and made $10,000 total. Were you getting Bitcoin or something? <laughs> no, that was just stocks. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. That was stocks. That's so good. he had to watch it all the time and whatnot, yeah. and that was over four months mm. that he was able to, yeah. Like, he just, and it wasn't a crazy amount of money, $2,400. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it wasn't crazy, but, like, he learned, he's like, I'm going to invest. I'm going to do things that are different and that are going to be beneficial for our family. Yeah. We do have silver too, mm-hmm. because silver is really good right now. It's very, very, you can get it for cheaper, but it's going up. So, so do you know what it's at? It, what, when we bought it, it was 23. It went up to 27 already. And oh, I was, wow. okay. yeah. Yeah, so we're trying to diversify our portfolio <laughs> and be responsible adults, but that's hard. It is hard. It really is. Well, then you'll have to listen to our episode from Dick Whalen. We yeah. had our financial yeah. advisor yeah. on yeah. once, so. 
it's fine yeah. but it's it's crazy especially like right it's, now with doing taxes and stuff too ugh. like i literally hunter was like we need to file our taxes i said no we are waiting until that tax credit is done <laughs> <laughs> i said we are getting that full tax credit because i know it's gonna pass which it just passed in the last week so yeah. we're gonna file before the end of the month because everything is finally done and i'm like see see we're gonna get more <laughs> off our taxes and we're gonna be good like yeah. it's just crazy because i'm 27 and he's 25 yeah. so and we've only been together for two years so we're trying to figure out you know balance we're trying to figure out how to be adults like we're gonna be yeah. buying a house eventually like it's just things that you figure out and i still feel like a kid <laughs> that's good <laughs> well it, you, don't you feel that way though like oh, are you yeah, stuck I mean, at a certain age i feel like i'm stuck at like 22 and i don't feel any older than that no, yeah. I mean, I feel like I'm in my 20s until I get somebody that's in their 20s. And I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm not in my 20s. Yeah. But and then I'm like looking around for my mom. I'm like, wait, I am the mom in this situation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, what the hell? Right. When did that happen? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because then you look at your kids and you're like, how? Like Parker's a year and a half already. and We're done. We've got yeah. two. And I'm like, how is that even possible? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, I just feel like I blinked. <laughs> One of my performers yesterday, she goes, can you believe June is going to be my five years? <laughs> no. Five years <laughs> with us. Like, I've had her since she was 14. Oh, oh my wow. gosh. And I'm like, how is that even possible? It doesn't even feel like two years went by. Like, that's one thing. It goes yeah. back too fast Mm -hmm. have you guys noticed that too like as you're busier it's only because you're so busy days roll into the day next day rolls into the next day next day and they all just kind of they blend they all just blend because you only get that two hours like you said every night to just finally oh my god i can hear my own thoughts (laughs) yeah okay well it's time to go to bed now and the next morning it's just it's the blender of everything else and then the days just go by i mean Everyone says, oh, you're going to enjoy this time. You got to enjoy this time. You're going to miss it. But how? Yeah. Like, how do you? You Because, like, my mother-in-law said that, too, is she was the same way. It was like, she's enjoying, not that she didn't love being a parent. She's enjoying being a grandparent. They all are. Because. Oh, my mom says that They just get to be. Yeah. yeah. And enjoy it. Because they all, like you said, they all say, enjoy it, enjoy it. It goes by so fast. It's like, yeah, but we're trying to do. 10 million things how am I supposed to enjoy it so I try to take my time like like Parker every night he goes in and brushes his teeth and then he goes up to the stairs and like every four steps he looks back at me and gives me a kiss (laughs) or he goes up and he waves at me and I'm like I try to take in those Mm -hmm. moments I also take a lot of pictures like too many pictures (laughs) to the point where Hunter's like hey you don't need to document everything (laughs) But I like looking back. Yeah. Yeah. Because oh, the thing too. you have in life is memories and captured memories. And that's it. Yeah. Like, we're all in the same game. Yeah. And we got so much time. Yeah. We're all in this rat race together. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely feels like that. Yeah. yeah. I can I can relate. There's been times, oh, just even in this last week when we're getting ready to go on vacation, we've been planning this vacation for so long and i'm just like i am ready to leave Mm -hmm. and you're looking at the kids and listening to the kids and you're just like i'm gonna miss you when i'm gone and i know the separation from you is gonna be awesome because i'll come back and i'm gonna love you even more and squeeze on you every more but in the moment you're just like i just want to squeeze your head off (laughs) Uh so in that moment you actually i 
I do this all the time. I just walk by Jackson and I'll put my hand on his head and just kind of rub his head. Yep. To me, that's just that reconnecting with him. Yep. Yeah. Raises. She'll look at me. She goes, "Mommy, I have a secret." I'm like, "What?" She goes, "I love you." Aww. And that's the one thing for me. Like I always wanted to hear from my kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially from that little one. Yep. So when I hear that, that's my breathe. <sighs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Needed that. Like, yeah. Just, yeah. just breathe. And it's 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 a struggle. It is <laughs> every day, because you want to be there for them. But like, are we? I worry about them. Like, are we? <laughs> okay, let's be real. There are things our parents did that we didn't like, and that yeah. we don't want to be like. Right. What are so the what things are, that we're doing? Yeah. What are they going <laughs> to sit on a podcast <laughs> and talk yes! about? Yeah. There are things that we're doing that are going to screw them up. Mm-hmm. So, like, in my mind, I'm like, what are things I'm doing now? But there's nothing I can change about that. No. Like, there's nothing you can do. You're just trying to do your best yeah. every day. And it's it's difficult of, like, what what am I going to do that I'm just going <laughs> to, you're not going to like me for in the future. And you're going to be like, well, I learned this from my mom and this was really awful. And I'm like, <laughs> I tried. Yeah. <laughs> They're sitting in a couch talking to a therapist saying, this is what my mom did when I was six. (laughs) Totally effed me up. And I'm, (laughs) that's why I'm here. Yeah. I didn't mean to. I was, I was having a bad day. I didn't think you'd record it. (laughs) Right. But the things, oh, the things they remember. Oh, jeez. Yeah. (laughs) It's crazy. So how do you guys do it? Like with, okay. Both of you are running businesses. Yeah. How do you guys do it? And be parents too. And make time for each other. Uh, do we have a plan? I don't feel like I we don't have think a plan. we we just roll with it. It's it's a funny thing because you can you can plan all you want, but as soon as the little kids come into play, mm-hmm. they want your attention now. They want it five minutes ago. They want it ten seconds from now. They want mm-hmm. they want you all the time. Mm-hmm. And you can send them on a task. Or at least our kids send them on a task, and they'll be down there doing something. And then you you're trying to do your thing up here, but then you're always thinking of them. Yeah. And you can hear him talking. You can hear him yelling. It's like, I can't, I can't do this. I can't do I this can't right now. I can't concentrate because you guys are around. So that's why you said it's very important for the adults in the family to get away, whether it be a date night or a vacation, and just reconnect with one another. Because I feel like you are the cornerstone of the family unit. And if you guys are fighting, if you guys aren't hanging out with each other, if the kids aren't seeing your love and affection that you give to each other in front of them, they're going to think, oh, this is how it is. And when they grow up, they're going to find that person that treats them like shit because yep. that's all they've seen is the distance yep. that you guys have. And so as far as businesses go, it's we do what we can, deal with them, do what we can, deal with them, do what we can. I mean, it's just well, back and, and I forth. Think we have a good partnership as far as we take turns with things. Like, you yeah. know, the kids have ninja class on Monday night, so he takes them one week, so I get an hour to myself mm-hmm. the next week I'll take him so he gets an hour to himself and we take turns with bedtime because we were both of us doing bedtime every night and it's like okay this is kind of stupid we don't both need to be doing it every night so it's just a balance between us and give and take and so an even bigger question because Hunter brings this up to me all the time <laughs> so individually you probably have an answer you probably won't because that's how I am what thing do you do for yourself? Do you have a hobby? Do you have something that once a week that you do 
Is there something that you do for only you to make sure your pot is full for one another and for your kids? You want to take it or you want me to take it? Well, mine used to be dance. Uh, oh, nice. Um, I danced. I've danced my entire life, and I danced all the way up until last year. Okay. Had an adult class I went to every week um, with COVID that went away, and I haven't restarted it back up because I'm not making the time. But So now working out is my time. I Every day, five days a week, I'm at the gym, and I carve out some amount of time to get it done whether it's at five o'clock in the morning or it's after I send the kids off to school or that's my me time that's awesome yeah you You have have to you have to have something that you whether it's a hobby or whether it's I just got to listen to my true crime podcast today like something you Mm -hmm. know something that's just for you that you get an hour away from your significant other and hour away from your kids whatever it may be I don't even see you I see you adding up to like an hour. I see you listening to your true crime podcast. Well, I do that while I work. I say while you work, <laughs> but I've, you're you're focused on the moment, but she's also listening to this thing that just kind of takes her mind off things, which is odd because she listens to people about killing other people and okay. shit like I that. I mean, you but do what you got to do, <laughs> what you enjoy. It is like. what you enjoy. <laughs> but, yeah. For me, I just go and work out. Okay. I take take my time i take a 15 minute drive to the gym and sometimes if i'm really tired i'll kick the seat back take a 10 minute nap and it just like it re it just recharges me and even if it's not at the gym i'll find a place i'll find a time just 10 minutes i can fall asleep like that and recharge how the do battery. they do it <laughs> we're tired we're tired of dealing with you guys shit we're trying to try to figure you guys out yeah it. like literally <laughs> the same way he will shut his eyes and he is fully asleep yeah. we'll be talking and all of a sudden he stops responding <laughs> and he what i was just dreaming i'm like you, what? <laughs> you were dreaming <laughs> we were talking <laughs> like i'm quiet i thought you were done i'm like yeah. no oh so, my gosh that's hilarious <sighs> it's funny how we're both similar that yeah. way oh yeah instantaneously yeah. like i'm like how he's like well, why can't you shut off i'm like I wish I could. Yeah. Right. I really wish I could. And to be straight honest, I have tried different medications for um, the anxiety and everything. Mm-hmm. And I am going to tell you, I am not ashamed of this anymore. CBD is amazing. Is it? CBD oil is something that is not all natural. Ad. Not an ad. Huh? Not an ad. No, <laughs> again, not an ad. Unless you want to sponsor the show. Then yeah, no. Them. No, but CBD yeah. oil is something that's all natural, and I feel like it's something that people need to be okay with now. It's yeah. not you getting high at all. Oh, no, no. there's no THC no. in it. It's literally the portion to help with anxiety and to help with – it helps a little bit with sleep, too. Um, I can tell the difference when I don't have it, really? but yeah. it just helps mellow you out just a little bit unlike prescription medication that I've been on that turns me into a zombie and I can't do it because I need a little bit of anxiety. I need a little bit of all of those things to do what I do. So that doesn't fully take it away. And that has helped me a lot with kind of slowing down a little bit. But it's funny because as moms, I don't know if you feel this too. I drink a, a, a cup of coffee and sometimes I even have an energy drink during the day. Because, like, my energy levels, I can't keep up between the kids Mm -hmm. and between everything else. And then, eventually, after about a week, I crash. 
Yeah. And I'm just so tired of trying to do everything that it's just like you just have to take a couple hours to yourself. But if I were to take more time each day to just be, then I feel like that wouldn't happen. And that's something I'm personally working on. But we're in a different season. Yeah. And I feel like every quarter something else kind of happens that you kind of just have to. Yeah deal with and then I mean, start out small groove. start with 15 minutes yeah you know yeah. if it's getting up in the morning and writing you said you like to journal write in mm-hmm. your journal you know just start small and just keep adding a few minutes well but even those things are work <laughs> well you got to think yeah, about how much how much time it. we actually spend on work but also how much how little we're paid Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like when you're first starting out, too. I mean, I'm eight years in and I still I'm in a different season of the business, too. Like at first I was performing and then I was performing and doing back end. Plus I had kids and now I'm doing basically all of back end. And now we're finally at the growth period. But Mm -hmm. we hit COVID, too. So like the thing that Hunter told me last year, he's like, don't work so much for so little. But we do. Mm-hmm. And one thing I'm starting to see and I need to start implementing is my value. Yes. Like sure. your prices should reflect your value and yeah. you shouldn't be discounting things. No. Because like when I first started, I was charging $200 for a party for my like as Princess Laurel. And now because of time and everything that has happened and other people coming in, like we charge a lot less, but our value is so much more. more. And so I'm learning of, well, what leap do I take? And you have to find that within you of what is your value and what are you worth? And so I'm starting to learn more about that and to dig deep. Because you d- you it's don't hard, want other people to beat you out, but at the same time, like if you're providing this high notch service, yeah, you, you should charge what you're worth. You got to be compensated for the effort you're and putting in. There will in. be people that will pay it. Yes, yeah, you can't be afraid. I mean, I know raising my prices was a huge step. I was like so scared, and like I immediately had several people book right away without even asking my price. I gave them the total. Okay, fine, no problem. And I was like, why didn't I do this sooner? Yeah. That's where I'm at. Yeah. So we're just trying to figure out what we're going to do and how we're going to do it because we are expanding to Michigan. And with all of that, we have a new location. We have new costumes. We have new maintenance. We have a new team. We have an actual wig stylist that is doing all of our wigs and everything is pristine. And like we're trying to do the best we can. So I think that that's one of the biggest struggles right now for most businesses Mm -hmm. is what do you charge now? Because... Are people willing to pay it? Yeah. But at the same time, they're also asking for $15 an hour. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And there's yeah. that. And you can't, place, you can't replace your people with robots. You know, no. That's the thing. No, you can't. So it's like, it's a catch-22 where you just got to figure out, okay, well, where are we going to go and what are we going to do? So, so what's the future of... Laurel's Princess Parties. Lots of fun. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So we have really, really pinpointed. We have three. Basically, we have three businesses in one. Um, The first business is all of our party services. So as of right now, we do virtual, in-person, and social distant. Um, So that's first avenue. The second avenue is all of our events that we actually run. Okay. So we do our Winter Wonder Ball Super Sweet Celebration. 
there we're gonna do our Easter extravaganza, which is coming up, and the first ever boo to you bash. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. What's so we're gonna do so we'll have four events each year that families can look forward to. And creating that branding around those events is very mm-hmm. crucial. So we have like our event planning services and we're doing event planning with other businesses as well. So we do our events with the Toledo Zoo and Indian Creek Zoo and like all of them um, with Dave and Buster's and Fallen Timbers Mall. And so we have our event planning. And then a new portion we're going to be taking on is basically networking and sponsorships. So we're small because we have a reach now of a half a million people through our social media outlets because we've worked so hard to build it and we continue to work on that so our next avenue in the business is going to be saying to businesses hey if you sponsor our live stream for this much we're going to mention you mention your event and Mm. put you on our website and it's going to be a net like a blog type of where businesses such as yourself can be on our website and you would be one of our favorites for parties. Okay. Mm. I mean, why not have a page right on our website right. that in these certain areas, you can book your cake, you can book your yeah. favorite venues, you can book your favorite decorations, you can, like, all of our favorites all on one okay. page. Um, and also being mentioned on our stories and everything else. So it's just a great way to build more of a community mm. with all sure. of the, sm- the small businesses and help support them as well. So that's the business all in one we want to have four locations so our second location is going to be in Livonia okay. uh, Michigan mm. and that will be opening um, early summer of 2021 nice um, and then we have ideas for two more locations one in Michigan but more su- or not Michigan one in Ohio but more southern Ohio oh, okay and then one in the Pennsylvania area which it would be in the Pittsburgh Erie area Okay. So we want to have four locations in total um, and growing and having an awesome team. And just it's amazing to see how each location is already starting to form, too, of with the performance directors yeah. and brand reps and like that's everything awesome. that's happening with it. And then from there, once I hit 30, I want to go into not only running like managing and running all of those, but I want to start motivational speaking. Uh-huh. I've been told for years why don't you speak? And I'm like, I'm not at that stage yet. I'm still diving into Mm -hmm. podcasts. I'm still reading. I'm still learning. I'm still growing from being a business owner myself. So I want to be influencer, motivational speaker, all of that. My goal is to write at least one book, um, to have my own podcast eventually, and to just share what I've learned throughout my personal life experiences and also business. And truly, my mission is to teach others how to manifest and how to be the author of your life and to show them this is my 30 years of success. These are my failures. These are the things that I've gone through. Let me help you to move forward with your passion and your mission in life. So that's my next step. Once my the plan is once the kids are in school. Yeah. Yeah. Because right now I can't do it all. 
Yeah. Um, so I'd like the kids to be in school full time so that I can then take that on as well. But that's been my dream for a really, really, really long time. Yeah. Because I just want to, I want to make a difference. And I've been through I a lot. I can see it. <laughs> I can see you doing it. Totally see all of Thanks. that. Thanks. Yeah. yeah. So, and just traveling <coughs> and just having fun. And Hunter and I are looking at a house right now, but we also want to have other properties across the nation where we can just go for a week. <laughs> yeah. We're like, we want to buy a house or a cottage and Airbnb it. And yeah. then one week out of the year or use two it. weeks or whatever, we'll use it. Yeah. Like, why not? Yeah. Um, so that's kind of what we're looking at and just having fun with life. We're also looking at buying a smaller house and living within our means now so yeah. that when we make more money and we get bigger, we can have other properties and we can go do other things Yes, um, because we feel like that's really important of seeing the world. There yeah. are far too many people that just stay here. Mm-hmm. House poor. Yes. Yes. And we don't want to be house poor. Um we want to fix up our house, so we definitely will be contacting you for different little <laughs> fun projects. Um, but my mission in life is to help others to grow and to just be a positive light. Like, I've been through so much, and I just want to be there for other people, and I want to make a difference. And I want to help others succeed. Because if we're all here to help each other, like... We are. Yeah. <laughs> You've already helped me immensely, Aww. so... I appreciate everything you've Absolutely. done for me. Absolutely. And we need to start getting together like once a month. Okay. I'm just saying. <laughs> just like business stuff too and like inspiring each other and yes. helping each other. Like That's a definite. That's right? small, small business love, not just Yes. It's a it's a mother to mother type of thing, but it's also yeah. okay, so I got this going on. Can you give me some advice on that? Yes. What would you do? Yeah. That type of thing. It'd be I great. I feel for like you we too. all need to just do that for one another. Mm-hmm. It's just to help one another succeed yeah. yeah and just surround yourself with other really really awesome people because you guys are amazing yeah. <laughs> i mean we all just need to support each other instead of bringing each other down exactly. yeah <laughs> exactly yeah so everybody listening you've heard uh the inspirational talk here today uh <laughs> she is a light and her business is also a light and if you are in our area northwest ohio south south east, east, east michigan mm-hmm. yep. uh take advantage of her services her personality comes through on this podcast it also comes through on her uh, people that she employs all the actors and actresses that she sends out to your kids parties Uh, what you heard today will come through to your parties Um, so before we leave can you tell everyone where to find you yeah you can find us on facebook instagram the web <laughs> on Google. <laughs> uh, you can contact us at laurelsprincessparties.com uh, by email at laurelsprincessparties at gmail.com or you can call us at 567-455-1134 and in 2021 we are delivering happiness to families all over. Sounds like a t-shirt. <laughs> two. Another That's t-shirt. That's two, <laughs> That's two I know of on this podcast but Laurel Sander, Laurel's Princess Parties, we thank you. Thank Thank you you so much. Appreciate you guys having me. Absolutely. (laughs) It's been a good podcast. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess that's it. That's a wrap. Thanks for listening.